Good afternoon from VNTN in Laos. This is Mickey Curling in HQ for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. This is the first in a series of weekly podcasts covering all events on the Land Rover G4 Challenge. So, what's it all about? Well, the guidebook here tells me it's a global adventure offering men and women from 18 nations the opportunity to match strategy, stamina and skill in a demanding 4x4 driving and multi-sport competition. Working individually and in bi-national teams, competitors will be pitted against one another in four countries around the world. The challenge will unfold in both remote and urban areas and culminate in a head-to-head decider from which one competitor representing one nation will ultimately emerge as the challenge winner. Mickey Davis is the event director. On the first two stages, it will be very hot and sticky and humid, so for all of those Southern Hemisphere countries, they're going to find that quite easy, whereas uh, you know the Europeans are going to struggle. But then when we get into South America, it's going to be cold. It's going to be warm in the day with the sunshine, but we're going to Bolivia and up on the Altiplano at night, it's going to be about minus 20. The team has just arrived back here at HQ, and we'll talk to Sam Lloyd, who's been travelling with them shortly. First of all, let's introduce you to all of the competitors. Hello, my name is Pablo Buratini. I am from Argentina. I am excited. I want to start. I'm happy because I am here. I can't believe it yet. <laughs> and that's, I, can't, I can't say I feel nervous. Hello, I'm Chris Janssens. I'm coming from Belgium. I did a lot of trainings, uh, but I do mountain bike competition. So the biking is okay. I did a lot of running, swimming, kayaking, climbing. I'm Michael Tsautos. I come from Greece. You know, it's a strategy game. It's not just fitness. So I think everybody has chances. I am Gabriel Maldonado from Spain. I've been doing mostly what I, what I used to, just keep practicing, I don't know, all kinds of sports. Hi there, I'm Brian Reynolds, uh, representing the United Kingdom in the Land Rover G4 Challenge. I still don't believe it, actually. It's still like, it feels like I'm in part of Truman Show. Uh, someone's going to turn up and take all the scenery down and turn the thermostat down a bit because the temperature's obviously crazily hot. Turkey. I uh, got some advice about you know the uh, navigation from one of my uh, friends. My name is Marco Martinuzzi, I'm from Italy. Preparation is uh, really hard in this moment. It's really humid here and uh, kayaking and mountain biking around in here it will be really hard in the forest actually. It will be really hard. My name is Martin Dreyer and I'm from South Africa. Um, it's just the navigational stuff which is a little bit daunting to be in a foreign country in the middle of Southeast Asia and having to read maps to find where you're going. Hi, I'm Gary Robertson. I'm from Ireland. Training went quite well for me, but the last few weeks have just been hectic with balance and everything at home and work and uh, packing up. So I, I feel fairly well prepared, but always could have done more. Hello, I'm Victor. I'm from Taiwan. Exciting and uh, a little nervous because in Taiwan, they never have this kind of challenge. My name is uh, Jean-Baptiste Calais. I'm coming from France. I try to practice some sports to be uh, fit, but probably not as much as I want. My name is Dmitry Timokhin. I'm from Russia. I tried to have a very difficult and interesting training and tried to prepare myself for difficult tasks. My name is Robert Schweiger. We had a very long winter time in Germany, especially in Bavaria. 
So I went to cross-country skiing, running, swimming, yeah, things like that. Oh, my name is Claribet Vega. I come from Costa Rica. I have practiced everything, you know, mountain biking, uh, running through the bushes, uh, everything. But I have focused in navigation skills. I'm Nora from Brazil. I've been training all the disciplines that I'm not used to and also the ones that I, I'm, I'm good on. I'm Thijs Martensen from the Netherlands. The only thing I couldn't train for is the humidity and the heat that's here in Bangkok. Okay, I'm Taksugiyama from Japan. I did get out uh, into the mountains and I did some GPS training in the mountains as well as running. And just before the event kicks off, Tom Langdon-Smith was forced to pull out with a foot injury. I just finished organising our final event for the season. I, myself and my wife, Alina, who's the reserve, we organise adventure races in Australia and we just had our last event and it finished at five o'clock at night and um, we had the presentation and the party and dancing and then we went up to the hotel room and everyone decided to go swimming out the front of the hotel at, at the beach and we were pretty much on holiday so I was pretty happy and and uh, ran down and joined them and we just ran off into the water and there must have been a broken bottle under the in the sand under the water and I've just cut my foot on that. And his wife Alina McMaster has been brought in to replace him. It has been just a full on 24 hours really um, I found out yesterday that I was coming here and then I arrived last night at you know 12.30 at night and here I am So those are the 18 competitors on the Land Rover G4 Challenge They set off just under a week ago on the month long journey which takes them from Bangkok through Laos then across to Brazil and Bolivia we set up headquarters here midweek in the capital of Laos, Vientiane, and the team arrived here just a few hours ago. Sam Lloyd has been travelling with them and she joins me now. Sam, what's it been like then? This has been a truly amazing experience. When I started off here, I never knew what to expect, but Laos is such a stunning country and to see the images of the tropical green rainforest, the windswept dusty plains, the villages, they just lead such a simple existence here and just to see the children waving and smiling at us, it's been really quite a humbling experience but just to live in camp and to face crickets that are the size of toads and to see people using the Norwegian toilets with just their silhouettes because they're wearing their head torches as they try and do their business to actually sleep in a tent which has just been soaked through because of the rain and storms we've had to eat boil in the bag food really has been a memorable experience but just leaving Heathrow just over a week ago seems like a distant memory just around 20 to 10 on Wednesday the 19th of April we're going to board our flight real sense of anticipation and excitement we've got Gabrielle from Spain and Gary from Ireland, they all both seem very relaxed and ready for an adventure of a lifetime. Well, we're 10 hours into this flight now. Um, I don't know how much sleep I've had. It's been pretty fitful so far. I think it's a sense of nerves, tension and just wanting to get to Bangkok now. Well, we've been here now for a couple of days in Bangkok, ahead of the start of the challenge, which will take place tomorrow amidst a really fitting venue, the Grand Palace, so it should be quite a spectacle with thousands of people turning out to see the start. I think we're all adapting to the very hot and sweaty conditions, and tonight is the night when they will find out who they will be paired up for stage one. Well, it's about half past eight on Monday morning and uh, we're just uh, loading up all the vehicles ready to go in convoy 
to the ferry to cross the river Mekong. Just leaving Konkyem. It's exceptionally hot already. It is absolutely baking. Well, it's a Tuesday morning. I've just woken up my first night in camp. Um, not a bad sleep, apart from the fact there was a horrific snorer uh, really nearby. And I think it was perhaps the doc, Mike Arani. Need to check that out. Apparently he's notorious for his snoring. So point to Sam, don't be near or don't set up ten near Mike Arani tonight. Well, this is <clears throat> truly amazing. Uh, I didn't really know quite what to expect this morning when I was woken up to the blaring sounds of Bruce Springsteen. But uh, having packed up the uh, tents and our luggage, we're now in a boat paddling. Uh, there's only four of us in the boat paddling down the river. It's about a three-hour journey, and it is just so tranquil and it's just plush green amidst a tropical rainforest. It looks like some kind of film set. I can't quite believe I'm witnessing this sight. I mean, it really is just stunning. The scenery here in Laos is just so beautiful. This is a podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. This is Mickey Curling in HQ, and Sam Lloyd has been travelling with the competitors. The first full day of competition was on Sunday, as Sam explains. After years of preparation, the day has finally come. The start of the Land Rover G4 Challenge, with contestants facing the first competition at Sanam Luang Park here in Bangkok. Now, first of all, it's a very difficult But for the competitors, the nerves kicked in last night at the selection process. Every individual is seeded... And those outside the top ten had the choice of who they would like as a partner for the next five days. Hi, I'm Nikki Davis. I'm the event director for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Well, tonight's really important. They're going to be working with this person. They're going to be competing with them as a team. They're going to be sleeping in the same tent to them. They're going to be travelling in the same car. So they've got to make sure they've picked the right person and they're going to get on with that person. Well, we've just seen all the competitors leave the hotel in their long boats, in their pairings. And now it's full speed ahead on the river as we head towards the Grand Palace here in Bangkok. And from Russia, this is the first competitive activity, the first time these teams are working together. So we've got, you know, a head-to-head course, three teams go together at the same time, pretty dynamic, very fast, a lot of driving, mountain biking, very quirky kayaking element. Um, first across the line wins. This was the first urban event of the challenge, and the Greek and Russian pairing of Michael and Dimitri won the final. We try to do our best, but it's good to realise that we complement each other so we can work as a team. It was a real test today, and it was positive, so we are very happy about it. And now we're heading on a six-hour journey. We've got a police escort out of Bangkok, and tonight's destination, Kong If you'd like to see pictures or video from any day of the challenge, just go to www.landroverg4challenge.com. That's www.landroverg4challenge.com. Right, on to day two, here's Sam again. After an overnight stay at Konkiem, the contestants woke up feeling refreshed, having taken full advantage of their last sleep in a proper bed. The convoy then made the five-hour journey to the border, crossing the Mekong River by ferry to head into Laos. So plenty of time for team bonding. We are approximately the same, same white, same size, <laughs> almost the same hair. So perhaps we, we can do something uh, 
Good. Germany and the UK uh, is fantastic. We've come together. Um, we're going to show that when we work together, we can achieve great things. Are we are off to a really good start in terms of you know, communicating to each other and our strategies are pretty much the same. So I think it's going to work out great. We've had a lovely day in the car. We've been driving along, listening to the iPod, chatting. Um, Ronaldo, our film crew, has been having a bit of a sleep in the back. So, yeah, we've been cruising along. It's been fun. Next stop, setting up camp and the prospect of boil-in-the-bag food. A far cry from hotel life. Boil-in-the-bag expedition food isn't always the best uh, meal. I thought I've got a plan and I've brought some avocados from South Africa and I've got one left that has survived the, the journey. We're going to sacrifice it tonight in order to give us some strength for the competition tomorrow. Obviously you're not going to tell anyone else. You told me now. I'll be coming over later, I think. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be eating at midnight. Everyone's going to be asleep. But now the competition starts in earnest. So what lies ahead for these contestants? We're going to get them up really early in the morning. They start with an initial competition here at camp. And that competition is going to decide when they can leave, whether they're going to be first out the door or ninth out the door. And then it's on to a series of great competitions. got fantastic climbs, some great kayaking, and some great driving along the way, plus a whole heap of other stuff. Tomorrow, saffron-robed monks will wake us up at dawn. A zen-like start to what will be a day of intense competition. So that's Sam in camp at the end of day two. Now we'll try to talk to at least one competitor each day. Today let's hear from Marco from Italy. Marco, we've well and truly got the event underway. Everything going okay? Well, it's going uh, a little bit better, I think, because the weather is uh, not humid like I saw it in, uh, in Bangkok. In, ba- in Bangkok, it was uh, really, really hard to try to run, even breeze. So uh, here is cloudy. Maybe it will be raining t- tonight or tomorrow morning, but uh, right now I'm feeling happy about the weather. You spend a lot of time with your teammate Victor in the car. How's team bonding going? I mean, how's the language difference? How's that going? Yeah, that's a little bit difficult, but we are learning. uh, I'm learning a lot about um, Taiwan people, uh, what they used to do, how they feel. And the only problem is that they don't use R. So all the time that they are talking, uh, it's like I got to add R to the word. So it's a little bit difficult for that, but I'm, I'm learning. This is a podcast from Lao at the end of stage one of the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Now here's Sam to take us through the events of day three. It was an early start for the contestants as they made their way to one of the most sacred sites in Lao to be greeted by the monks and visit the temple that was built in the 6th century to house the relics of Lord Buddha. But then it was the start of competition and a strategic test that was won by the Japanese and Costa Rican pairing of Tac and Clary. At the beginning we have to answer some questions. So we got the coordinates where we have to run after and find a bamboo box which gives us the divers for all the next stages of all the days. We did good. We did fast. Contestants then had a choice of various competitions, and the driving proved exceptionally popular. This is point one. Yeah, where is point here. one? Here. Here. Okay, you want to go to point two? Wow, what's tough because you're a little bit with adrenaline, and so we forgot about some of the rules, you know. But it's okay. But there was one compulsory competition of the day: a test consisting of driving, running, and abseiling. Oh, it's been excellent. It's a lovely start. Some real tight off-road driving. Run around on that awesome pan. I'll climb it up just sweaty hot hard work but then a, a nice abseil to finish and run back it was pretty exhausting since we left the car we, could, we didn't stop running it was fun we went as fast as we could we didn't really make any mistakes 
Nice little abseil there, wasn't it? Yeah, good. The demanding conditions are putting competitors to the test. And in these hot and humid temperatures, the challenge is only going to get tougher as tomorrow we head further north into Laos. So that's Sam in camp at the end of day three. And she caught up earlier in the day with South Africa's Martin Dreyer. Martin, how did that driving competition go for you and Tice? Uh, this driving competition, um, not too bad. Uh, first few gates we were a little bit nervous and hit, made a few mistakes. But then we got into the swing of things and didn't um, go badly but um, we used a different function of GPS going to the nearest gate for the every consecutive gate and it was a little bit of a trick thing that the G4 guys did and we weren't supposed to have used that function so uh, I think we might have just slipped up a bit but it's going to be a long day still and hopefully we'll be okay. But you and Ty seem to be working really well together, good communication. Yeah, we are. We are working well together, but we um, we like we making little mistakes each of us, but we accepting them because that's we partners, and there's nothing you can do about that. This is a podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Let's move now on to day four. Here's Sam again. After an intense day of competition, the 18 contestants had to get to camp by 6 o'clock. But after the cut-off point, the Italian and Taiwanese pairing of Marco and Victor were nowhere to be seen. They eventually arrived in darkness two hours later. We were not lost, actually. We knew where we were. We knew where the camp is. But there were, there, there were no roads. We arrived to a village and there were no roads anymore. So we started checking every single little tracks in the forest. And uh, to make four kilometres to the camp, we just take four hours. Wednesday saw an early start for the contestants with another full programme of events in these hot and humid conditions. Martin Dreyer is the only professional sportsman competing on the challenge. He's a professional kayaker, and that's the competition the South African and his partner Tice from the Netherlands tackled first, called the Acid Paddle. There were location markers, upstream and downstream, and there were slalom gates, which are a piece of bamboo suspended by a cable across the river, and you've got to go through them in a certain direction without touching them. They're only about a metre and a half wide, so if you touch them, you get a penalty. We had a clean uh, kayaking leg, so we were quite happy. But the one compulsory competition of the day was Zien's Tok Tok. We had to get the tuk-tuk started. We finally got it to go, and I thought I'd put it in first gear, but it was second gear. We actually um, hit the G4 Land Rover. And we had to drive it through a load of control gates. It's completely different steering. You have to lock one wheel to go to the left side, and you have to lock the other wheel to go to the right side. Driving the tuk-tuk, it's a bit different than a Range Rover Sport. We're flying over the rice paddies, and I think I've suffered a few bruises. We have tractors in South Africa, but this thing is unbelievable. Driving the tuk-tuk, it was great fun. Tuk-tuk race, unbelievable. And then it was a three-hour drive to camp through the remote villages, the lush green tropical rainforests of Laos, the rutted tracks, the deep mud and the windswept dusty plains, testing the Land Rover vehicles to the absolute limit. And these contestants have seen images today of this stunning country that they will never ever forget. So it was clearly a tough day for Victor from Taiwan with his late arrival in camp. Today we do the, the driving activity but it cause of a lot of time. We just drive slowly because the road is very hard to, to drive and uh, we don't know why we're not on time because we, I see the guy put he just cost five hours but we drive about uh, six hours. You have been partnered with the Italian, Marco. Yeah. How are things with him? Are you getting on well? The English is also not 
is first language. Sometimes we just need to discuss more about how to go in these activities. It costs a lot of time to communication, but we do, we just to think how to finish it. But are you enjoying the challenge? It is very tough. Yes. But are you enjoying it? Yesterday, I feel the Jifu challenge is very tough. You want to control the time limits. It's not easy for for me because in Taiwan, I never. Do like this. You want to use your brain, not just driving. It's very tough. That's Victor from Taiwan, and it also looks like Brian Reynolds from England has had a tough day. Um, yeah, the talk talk thing was a little bit uh, tricky. Um, there was some stress, pressure, maybe. Uh, the, it was blooming hot out there in the middle of the paddy field, dried out paddy fields. Um, uh, yeah, it was under the glaring. Sun and the glare of the media as well, because obviously the compulsory ones are, are filmed. So uh, we were radio mic'd up, and yeah, you knew that any stress or tension was going to be picked up, and there was some. Just in terms of the challenge, though, has it been everything you thought it would be so far? What are your thoughts on it? Because we're well and truly into the competition now. We are into the competition now, um, and yeah, it's serious. But uh, to be fair, I don't think it's going quite as well as I was hoping. Uh, I had high hopes for my achievements and it seems from talking to other teams they're doing a lot better than we are um, and I know exactly where all the problems are um, it's just it's all out of my control um, I can't push push it harder or push it faster and get more prepared and get ready and that's where I was hoping to be this is a podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Let's now move on to day five. Camp was woken up this morning to the noise of dire straits. That's certainly one way to make sure everybody gets up. But it didn't take the contestants much. They'd been thinking all night about today's first challenge, a kayaking competition through a seven-kilometre underground river, passing through a huge cave that had a somewhat eerie feel to it. And the only sounds, water dripping and the echo of 18 individuals paddling furiously along the Hindu river. It was amazing. First, the paddle in the cave was incredible. I think one of the most incredible things that I've ever done. It was amazing. We had a lot of time to look at the walls and at the roof, but it was so nice. Sometimes I couldn't find the exit. It was all, all dark in there. It was like uh, I'm becoming a hero in the Lord of the Rings. You know, with all these rock formations all over the place. The contestants have faced some fierce competition and some tough tests that have pushed them to the limit both physically and mentally. And already some have niggling injuries. Yeah, some uh, nasty leg injuries and it seems to be just my right leg. I bend my thumb back, part of the tendon was cut off. I've got bruises all across my thighs. Then I've got a huge lot of bruises on the back of my legs as well. And then I've got a few around my ankle. Tomorrow is the stage final when contestants will compete as individuals rather than teams. So for those who've had a difficult and frustrating week, it's a real chance to impress. And now the competitors have reached the end of stage one on the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Here's Sam again to round up the action on Friday. It was an early alarm call for the contestants, woken up by the sounds of thunder and lightning. So a quick dash to pack up camp and head to the stage one final. The competitors drove to a bridge overlooking the Mekong River and were briefed on what they had to face. Because today they no longer compete as teams, 
but as individuals. We just arrived at the location and it looks stunning. This is the first time we're going to do a race against each other, not as a team. I know in my own mind who I think the strong individuals are, but I think this is a great combination because it ties in the navigation as well as the water skills, as well as the land-based skills. So, yeah, I think it'll really separate people out. My name's Nikki Davis and I'm the event director for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Well, Nikki, this really is a crucial day, isn't it? Absolutely. Some of them have had pretty bad weeks. They haven't performed as well as they'd like to. So today's really a chance for them to shine through. And, we're, you know, it's going to be it's a huge challenge. It's a really tough one. It's really long. involves every discipline, some kayaking, running, driving, swimming, abseiling. So, you know, they've got to be strong in everything. And it'll be great to see who comes over the line first. Three, two. After a nail-biting race to the finish between Martin Dre of South Africa and Jean-Baptiste Calais of France, Martin came out the eventual winner. Oh, that was a phenomenal uh, individual competition we had today. The lead just kept changing. Baptiste was ahead of me on the, the pedal and then I managed to catch him on the swim. It was so close that uh, I was thinking that I, I will finish first. But I got in there one second ahead of him, so I managed to pip the Frenchman. Contestants then made their way to Vientiane, where they received garlands of flowers and were entertained by traditional dancing. Next, it was a return to civilization, the luxury of showers and a proper bed. But more importantly, the announcement of the stage one results. Third place, Jean-Baptiste from France. Second place, Dimitri from Russia. The overall leader, Martin Oh, it's really a surprise that I made it into the first position, but I'm very happy. The first stage has definitely uh, been a huge enjoyment, but also very much a learning curve. So already the competition is fierce, and team selection could prove very interesting indeed. And before we go, there's one little interesting story for you. Takashi Sugiyama, who's 50, and Clarabet Vega, who's 25, are the oldest and youngest competitors on the Land Rover G4 Challenge, and they teamed up for Stage 1 in Laos. So how's the partnership working? Sam's been finding out. So tomorrow we're going to have the 30-minute advantage over the other guys. Tak is the Japanese competitor. At the age of 50, he's the oldest contestant on the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Clary is representing Costa Rica. She's the youngest at 25. These two competitors were paired up at Saturday's selection process. So how are things going? We are just having a great time to start with. I think uh, the division of the responsibilities, I do the navigation, she does the driving. And uh, she reads all the coordinates. I punch in the, you know, all the coordinates for the GPS. That's working out really great. So I think uh, you know, we have a good uh, partnership here. We're doing good. We're sharing things, it's not that everything is in him or everything is in me. I think we're doing really good and, and sharing our responsibilities. This partnership seems to be working. They left the rest of their rivals standing in this morning's strategic competition. So this first stage of the challenge certainly bodes well, with a good combination of youth and experience. Okay, Tak, explain to me in three words, Clary. Uh, fun, cheerful and lovely. He's a great navigator as a got the experience and he's a really nice person bless right thanks a lot sam on sunday the competitors head north into central Laos. join us next week to find out how they're getting on on stage two of the land rover g4 challenge